What was your immediate reaction with the buzz for uh, uh, you know, I was, su- I was so happy. I mean, I was just happy for a thousand reasons. I was happy because I felt like the guys came and really, really competed. Uh, I felt like they really tried to play together. I felt like, um, you know, we, 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 you know, it's four consecutive games where we got beat on the glass, but it wasn't for a lack of our guys trying with a mob mentality. I felt like, um, uh, you know, guys made big plays and had toughness to the ball and came up with big catches. And, and um, you know, I felt like, it, especially in the second half, when they really turned up the defensive tempo, which is what they do. I mean, they're a really, really talented, long defensive team. I felt like we did a great job turning down really difficult stuff. Even though we didn't have a great flow in offense, we kind of kept moving and we turned down really hard stuff to get, you know, there's three possessions in the in the last 10 minutes where we, we kind of played offense for 28 seconds and we turned down a lot of hard stuff and finally something broke and we got something easy. And it wasn't because of genius offense. The only genius was that we turned down the really hard stuff. And um, I thought we felt we had some guys step up. So all of that... You know, it was, it was special because it was Coach Rose was, was, was with us and he was back at his alma mater and he's got a banner hanging on the wall up there and for a hundred other reasons, our first road game and and um, against a really good team, Kempom I think at the time, maybe 28 and and uh, against one of the, the best coaches in all of college basketball and I can keep going on forever. All those things made that last bounce really, really special for us. Uh, I don't know that I was making that evaluation. It looked like it was short, but it was perfectly short. And, you know, you want to be perfectly short, so it was great. What does this win do for your guys' confidence, you know, especially in the stretch that you Well, I think, I mean, I think our guys, um, I think our guys believe they can win. I'm not really that concerned about that confidence, although that's a real challenge for us right now. But I'm more interested in our guys' confidence in what we do. That I think is is the real payoff because the guys bought in to a mob mentality on the glass and they bought into like a full sellout to transition defense and they they bought in all summer long to you know f- mind numbing footwork drills on the defensive end to try and you know, help us contain guys. I mean, every single day we've done it and it's it's. You know, it is mind-numbing, right? And so I, I'm, I'm really excited about that little tiny slice of increased confidence in those things that we do, that they're like, ah, you know, maybe this can actually work. And so that is where the biggest payoff is. This might be a little bit obvious um, of an answer, but how do you think your guys did in terms of the road trip, the hostile environment, mm-hmm. a packed arena like it was in there? How do you think no. they kind of handle all of that? Um, I think they responded well. Uh, um, you know, we we had some we had some we had some poor catches in the second half also, uh, and so you know I think we responded well ultimately as a group to kind of the pressures being on the road. I think individually there's a lot of plays to be made there that we didn't make. Um, so we'll just keep growing that way. I was, you know, one thing one of the things is, you know. It's a little bit of a new experience for me too, because we get to play in this Marriott Center where there's, you know, eleven or twelve or fifteen or eighteen thousand people every single night, and so you, you know, you're used to playing in, in a gym with a ton of energy, and you're used to playing in front of a, a crowd, and 
you know, I think sometimes there may be more pressure in this building than there actually is out of it. So I don't expect that we're going to have big problems dealing with, with uh, emotions or, or crowds on the road. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why we're fortunate to play in this building. Describe Connor Harding's role in this team right now. Yeah, uh, man, he's been really good, right? He just is quietly kind of doing his thing, and um, you know, he's he's in some some instances with some matchups, he's our best defensive player. Uh, he's been really, really, really solid offensively. He's shooting the ball pretty well for us. He's owning every shot. I mean, clearly, he, he might be the one on the team that's adopted that more than anybody else. Uh, made a couple of big free throws for us down the stretch. Uh, you know, he had a huge finish down the stretch where, you know, one of the things we believe in is keeping your dribble alive, and one extra dribble makes uh, so much of a difference. And, and on that last drive from the right wing, he, he actually added that one extra dribble where he could kind of physically put his shoulder into guys and, and came up with a big finish. It was a huge play. He's been really good, and I think his ceiling is really high. I think he's going to be really good. I mean, you know, we don't have him playing much point right now, but he's capable of playing the point, and um, he, he's been good. You know, I think last year maybe there were times when the moment might have felt a little big to him, and I don't think it feels big to him right now. I think he's just like, I'm going to go do my job, and he knows what it is. You know, he hasn't uh, – what was he on the glass? Remember? It wasn't eight. You know, I like him at that eight. Yeah, I like him at that eight, nine, so he didn't quite get that done, but otherwise he was really good. Throughout the summer, you were you know, consistently saying guys like Colby Lee are going to win some ball games for yeah. you guys. Uh, how satisfying was it to see Colby have that, that, that night of music? You know, it's interesting. You know, it's, it's really interesting because when we talked about this, just we were just talking about this. One of the biggest challenges that you have as a coach is to get your guys to believe in what works for them, right? Because the truth is, is that we all grow up thinking, you know, I'm going to be Steph Curry or I'm going to be LeBron James or I want to be, you know, whoever it is we want to be. You know, maybe Kobe grew up thinking he was going to be Kevin Durant, right? Um, or maybe he thought he was going to be Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know. But he's not those guys. And, and so, again, that's this belief part where you've seen two distinctly different decision-making Kobe Lees, okay? Uh, Southern Utah, you saw the Kobe Lee that still wanted to be a dunking Kobe Lee. And it didn't work out great, right? He, he did choose to be pretty simple in the post, and his two post possessions, they just didn't, he just didn't make the shots. And then in this, in this um, you know, he wanted to be a Shaquille O'Neal version of Kobe Lee. And then at Houston, he wanted to be the Jokic version of Kobe Lee. Well, the Jokic version of Kobe Lee is freaking good. It's really good. It's a problem. The Shaquille O'Neal version of Kobe Lee is just not that good. And um, so that's what I'm excited about for Kobe. Is And, and listen, he's going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because because the whole world and his dreams growing up and 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 his people and his posse and everybody else is telling him hey you should do this right and all his training and then we come in and say hey actually you actually have a way higher ceiling if you'll play this way and it's just like a new thing and it's hard to believe in new things 
And so that's what I, I was, again, same answer to, the, to your last question, right? I was most excited for Kobe in the sense of, like, he walked out of that game thinking, oh, you know what, maybe if I'm the Jokic, Kobe, Lee, I'm, I'm actually a massive, massive problem at the highest level of basketball because that's what he was. He was a problem at the highest level of basketball, 14-7 and seven on the road at that court for a kid who hasn't played in any high-level games before in his lifetime. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Boise, um, start some seniors and that coaching staff's a little bunch of Western guys that yeah. you know, been around. Just thoughts on, on how do they go up there now? Yeah, they're good and they're hungry right now. They're, they're a little bit, you know, I don't think they've felt great about how they played this weekend. It certainly wasn't who they are. And, um, and so, and they had a tough trip to Oregon, so they're sitting on a couple L's, and I know they're going to be ridiculously hungry. And I think it's a good rivalry game, so you add all, all that together, and it's it's a great stew for a team that's just going to come play. I mean, they're going to bring it, and um, it's going to be a great game. They're a good team. They spread the floor. They really, really shoot it. They, um, and they have shooters at really all five positions, really four positions. And, 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 you know, their best player last game was their five, and he just is so capable of driving and creating havoc, and he's unbelievable on the glass. And, and so uh, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be up and down, and they're going to really push the ball, and we'll push the ball and see who can guard, and it's going to be awesome. We're excited. It's a great game. You just mentioned the word rivalry. In football, Boise State's, you know, talked about as a rival, but they mm-hmm. also play each other every year and yeah. have a lot more recent history. Mm-hmm. How do you view playing Boise State in those terms being a regional team? Yeah, I just think it's, uh, I think BYU in general and Boise State have some juice, probably mostly from football. Um, but, but you know, they've had a great basketball program. Coach Rice has done an unbelievable job for the last decade or 15 years. I don't know how long he's been here, but they've won every year. And Coach Rose obviously had done so, had such a great run here. And so both teams have been, you know, two of the top teams in, in the West. And, and so it's, 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 you know, and I know that probably the two teams pay attention to each other, right? And so, and we're really close proximity. I wish we were a couple hours earlier because it would make if we were driving a bus, it'd make it actually feasible. But it's a it's a good game, right? So it's a it's a great program with terrific recent tradition. What are your thoughts on uh, the two signees that signed last week, Saunders and uh, Johnson? What yeah. do they bring to this program? What what did you think of? Yeah, so I mean, you know, this um, I'll start with the the veteran. This uh, Spencer Johnson has just been putting on a show at Slick. It's unbelievable. So. You know, I, I knew him as a high school player and loved him because he just had this, you know, you talk about kind of insights and intangibles and just a guy that made every play. He just made every play. And it didn't matter what athletic level he was going against. It didn't matter what age group level he was going against. It didn't matter what style of play. He just made every play. And and he went on his mission. He, he turned me down, broke my heart. And went on his mission and came back. And I think it took him. I think it took him a year to find himself because I I was with him at Utah Valley for a couple of months. He wasn't playing, but then um, my guys went and watched him as slick. And they're like, Coach, you're not going to recognize him. This is like the guy that we fell in love with in high school. And then I went and saw him in in uh, in Colorado, maybe at a JUCO tournament. This guy, he was the best JUCO player. I mean, they had every team in the West United States and some from the East. He was the best player in the tournament. I mean, he just was unbelievable, making every play. 
and he's just a tough kid that just wants it so bad, can really shoot it, is guarding at a high, high level right now, an incredibly high level. He's really clever around the rim. Uh, he's got an unbelievable IQ. He's a combo guard, can play the one, plays the two, can play the three. He's a rebounding. I think he's averaging seven or eight rebounds a game right now. He's just going to be really good for us. And uh, and then, you know, this uh, this other cat, man, he's really good. This is Richie Saunders. I mean, you talk about a kid that's got a pure heart that just loves this game. Uh, he just he, he eats, sleeps, and drinks this game, and he cares. Like He'll be in tears after a practice if he doesn't feel like he played well or played hard enough or accomplished what his goal was. And he shoots the ball at an unbelievable rate. Um, and he, he actually didn't make shots this summer. He was so focused on trying to guard. He was so committed to guarding. He didn't really shoot it well this summer, but he made every play defensively this summer. And he's going you know, to end up with a really big body and a man-sized body, and he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a great player. So we're so excited about those two kids. Got one more uh, player that I'm not allowed to talk about, but I'm I'm praying that by 11.59 and 59 seconds on Wednesday night that that deal gets done. We'll see if it does. I was going to ask you, Mark, uh, on the football side, Kalani got an extension today. Yeah. Have you had much interaction with him since yeah. uh, yeah, I love Kalani. I mean, come on, how, how great is this guy? And just in terms of, you know, rallying his guys and helping them believe. And you think about what he's accomplished this year. I mean, I don't know. I don't follow football that much. But tell me another team in in the country that is, you know, playing their third string quarterback and and winning massive games. And and. Uh, you know, and lost their their you know all star grad transfer running back, and I, I can't go through the slew of energies, but just his ability to capture these guys' hearts through ups and downs this season is pretty extraordinary. And um, I think he's a credit to this university. I think he's an unbelievable human being. Uh, it, you know, I, I, I'm not smart enough to comment on anything having to do with the logistics of football, but. It sure has been fun to watch them figure themselves out this year, and I think everybody feels really, really optimistic about about you know what this team can be and what this staff and this group can accomplish. So I'm I'm, I'm super happy for them, and uh, I think it's probably really, really well deserved, and it's going to be fun to see how they you know reach new heights over the next couple of years.